What's up, everyone? From a different location, SSPN mm. post game, and also like the opposite of the last game that we watched, Ethan. I mean, it was literally the complete opposite of the last game that we watched. We had a big lead at the beginning. We let them back in. We did force overtime, I guess, but it was more just they missed the shots. And then they just took over in the end of the fourth quarter. I wish I could have like a better like attitude for this one, Ethan. Yeah. But it was it was just a tough one with the way that it went. It's a wonderful first half. We looked really, really good for those first 24 minutes of the game, Jude. Um yeah. we were getting open shots. The offense looked fluid. We were texting back and forth, and it was like, all right. So it looks like when the Spurs actually have a system, when they're running plays, everyone knows where they're supposed to be. Like we're better than what we're supposed to be. All that without Devin Vassell. Um, yep. They went on a little mini run at the beginning of the third that I felt like we kind of kept at bay, actually. Like we kept ourselves within like, we had like a 15-point lead even after that first run. Uh, Malachi was really instrumental at the beginning of the second half. He went eight for nine for the game with 16 points. He really kind of found his momentum. It felt like hopefully he can continue that when he gets back to the bench. But that fourth quarter, man, I mean, we just they, we had no physicality. We had no energy. Um, to me, the, the biggest like negative to take away was defensively. We were just not fighting over screens. Uh, the Raptors, you know, props to them. It was Schroeder and Jakob at first. We couldn't fight over the screen. And if we did, Schroeder would just dump it off to Jakob. He had like six points in the third quarter just off of yeah. easy dump-off layups. Um, and if it wasn't that, it was kicking it out to wide open OG Ananobi or Scotty Barnes, who were suddenly draining threes. I mean, give those guys credit. Those are not like snipers, but we right. allowed them to be snipers. And and that momentum, you know, it fueled their energy defensively as well. They were being physical. They weren't letting us attack the, the rim like we liked. We were really just passing it around the horn. Um, and it, it felt like nobody really could take over um, at the end of the game and we still would have gotten the dub, Jude, had Wemby and Chetty, one of them, just grabbed that rebound at the end of the yeah. fourth quarter, but we didn't. Uh, I think it was Scotty Barnes ended up with it, and then he had that that layup kind of reminiscent of Keldon's. Anobi, 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 Anobi. I was They were the two going off in the fourth, so it makes sense you got to yeah. be confused. And he, he he got that gimme layup off of that blown rebound, and and Sean said it best. The defense, or it might have been Bill, the defensive possession is not over until you secure the rebound. And it was those little bitty things like that 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 snowballed into a, a really solid end of the third quarter and, and fourth quarter and overtime for the Raptors. Yeah, uh, our most recent comment from from Tanner in the comments there, Scotty hitting step backs with the game on the line is so yeah. effed. Man, True. I... <laughs> like, I mean, we, we allowed it to happen. You got to give him credit. But, but that was why, like, you know, you saw my attitude coming into this game, man, mm -hmm. like this post game, because it's like when you're seeing stuff like that, like Scotty's just sniping and then he gets a poster on freaking Jeremy. Mm -hmm. It was just it was just such a man. It, they were gut punches. That was a, that was something sure. that Sean and Sean and Bill used, um, you know, a lot during the broadcast. And obviously that's going to be something that this team is going to go through, you know, throughout this season. But considering those two games in phoenix this one was really rough because we reverted to mm -hmm. some of the things that we saw earlier this season that led to losses you know you touched on it a little bit we saw it in the comments already um uh not getting wemby the ball enough you know mm -hmm. in the second half after an incredible first half he had five blocks tonight um and our often obviously the, the whole offense did well in the first half but still 
in that situation. And you did see some of the clutch buckets that he made in overtime. And, and that three that toilet bowled out was almost oh. like the basketball gods, just like kind of giving us a slap on the wrist for letting them back in the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause it really felt like that one should have gone into, um, it was just, you can see it in my emotion while I'm talking about it, man. It, it was a really tough one because of the fact that not only all the stuff we just mentioned, but you had, I mean, you were dominating them. You were up 28 to 13. You were exploiting their weaknesses. You were getting hands in passing lanes. We were playing the way, even with Devin Vassell out, mm-hmm. we were playing the way that we feel like this team can be at its peak. Like you said, how it kind of can be better than maybe some people expected. Um, and so the fact that it all fell apart in the second half, and then you still had an opportunity to right all the wrongs with five minutes in overtime, and, and, and it just looked sloppy. It, it was tough. Because there were some other good things in this game, too. Like, Zach had 20 and 10 tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, obviously, I know I know Keldon slowed down in the fourth quarter, but everybody had a really solid half offensively to start the game. Um I wish I had more to add. Malachi Branham, eight for nine overall, six boards, 16 points. Um, he did a good job stepping in for Devin. There was five assists, two from Zach. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, when, when I look at the uh, – Doug McDermott had 12 and four for eight from threes as, uh, as well. Um, I guess when you point out some of the guys who who struggled tonight when it, when it comes out here, just looking at the box score, I know that's not the whole story, but it, it's Trey Jones and Jeremy, and, and that does kind of make sense – when you consider that we were so kind of sloppy on offense in the second half, you know, like mm-hmm. I said, the box score doesn't tell the whole story, but considering that we were discombobulated out there near the end, it makes sense that when you look at the box score, the two kind of roughest box scores, if you will, were Jeremy Sohan and, and Trey Jones. Not to say we didn't see good things from both of those two guys tonight, but I think really if I had to look at our weaknesses this game, it probably would point to both of those two guys. Yeah, and I think it's less weaknesses in, in their games as much as it is Toronto's strength is defense and length, and their lineups are like made to pressure point guards. And yes. Trey's only six feet tall. He's getting pressured full court by Schroeder or Barnes or Ananobi. And Even Malachi said, Flynn at some times. Yeah, dude. Malachi Flynn. Yeah, he was really getting into him. And same can be said for Jeremy. Obviously, Trey's a better ball handler, so he kind of got away with it a little bit more than Jeremy. But um, us not being able to initiate offense until like 14 seconds into the sh- like left in the shot clock was kind of tough. It took a long time for us to actually move in the half court because we couldn't get the ball up in time. Yeah, yeah, we it, it was down the stretch and even really the the majority of the second half. Mm-hmm. Like we were not getting into our sets until there was like 15 seconds left or yeah. less. And it was just like, that's not a recipe for success offensively, especially when you're playing a lengthy lineup like the like the Raptors. Um. Mm-hmm. And they were doing a really good job at ball denial. Dennis, oh, yeah, Dennis Schroeder was not letting Trey have the ball a lot. Like, if, if someone else brought it up the court, like, he was ball denying him the entire time. Like, we could not – Keldon had to initiate a lot of those plays late in that fourth quarter because of that. And I, I think Keldon actually had a pretty decent game as an initiator. How many assists did he have? Three? three assists, but it felt like he was still making the right plays a lot. But, you know, like I said, the Raptors were able to push us around and kind of manipulate, you know, our spacing. Cause I think late in the game, we had like three dudes in the wing to start overtime, like right next to each other. And Kelvin had to take a contested three and he missed. 
And I texted you immediately because I had just texted you prior to overtime starting. I said, we need to get off to a great start, like a fast yeah. start. And then they took that three with poor spacing. And I was like, that wasn't what we needed. Like that was <laughs> that that is the representation of how this team kind of played late in the stretch. Yeah. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Right now, I'm gonna be honest, on my screen, it is completely glitching. So I'm glad that it's working. Um looks great on my end. <laughs> That's really good to hear because I'm like completely stopped on my end. So we're going to keep this rolling. Um, but that was kind of taking my attention away. But I did put up Tanner's comment, Dennis Schroeder legacy game is sickening. Mm-hmm. And it was very sickening, even in the sense I, I texted you this during the game that it was like, I mean, he looked like the FIBA Germany team uh, this past this past World Cup when he was mm-hmm. leading it with Franz Wagner that, that got the Gold Cup and had like 30 point games. Um, yep. He was really taking advantage of Trey there. And, and I like the point that you made about the ball pressure as well, because that was something that, that really disrupted our offense. And not only do they have guys that can match up with Jeremy at point guard, but then on top of that, I mean, Jeremy's weaknesses, as we've talked about it at nauseum, is his handle, you know, at, as, as of right now, at least. So whenever you're able to pressure guys when they're bringing it up the floor and I mean, you could tell that Jeremy and Trey were having to work out of that pressure almost every time. Mm-hmm. And that's a big reason why we weren't able to get our sets going until like 15 seconds. 1000%. OG Ananobi looked like prime Ray he Allen. Did. <laughs> I mean, I literally texted Tanner Robertson, who's in the comments. He's actually a friend of mine. And cause he, he sent me a Twitter meme of the Raptors previous game. And their offense looked really slow and bad. And like there was deliberate passing and they ended up getting a really bad contested look at the end of the shot clock. And he was making fun of them a little bit. And mm-hmm. I, I, I probably cursed us, dude, because I texted Tanner and I was like, that's what happens when you literally have five non-shooters on the court at the same time. And then two of those guys hit seven and five threes respectively tonight against us. So that might be on me. I might have I tempted the <laughs> basketball gods there. So I apologize. You jinxed it. I jinxed it. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, we we have the blame for tonight's game officially, mm. apparently. Um, and I'm going to be honest, guys. It's a little bit hard to focus here with what's going on on my screen. But Ethan, can you still see me? I can. You you look okay. Fantastic. I'm just going to keep. Let's keep. Let's keep talking then. Um, okay. Let me go back to the box score here. We saw some champagne minutes tonight as well. Mm, <laughs> Not that definitely. that really matters that much. Um, yeah. Shetty, what, what did you think of Shetty's performance tonight? I thought he was fantastic, especially in that first half. Defensively, he really put the clamps on OG and Scotty from time to time. Um, being a physical six-seven frame, like they weren't, they were not comfortable. And mm-hmm. had their three-point shots not started to fall, this probably would have been a really rough game for both of them because they couldn't they couldn't score inside. And the same can be said about Pascal Siakam. So defensively, Chetty was felt immediately, and it, it helped that he went three for six from the field. Like he always has an all-around great offensive game, uh, but defensively was specifically where I saw his impact the most. Yeah, yeah, you know. I guess it wasn't the, um, what's the word? It wasn't like, you know, some of the other games that we've seen from Shetty. Um, but I, I still definitely love the versatility that he brings to the lineup as well. Um, man, <laughs> I'm trying to think of, of just some other things. In oh, this Doug game. had four threes and he, I think right. he went three for three to start. He was really impactful getting the momentum in that first half. Um, 
everybody for the most part struggled in the second half. I don't think we really had a positive yeah. to go off in that second half. I mean, Keldon had a couple cool, like good baskets to kind of keep momentum, maintain a lead in that third quarter. But when that fourth quarter started, man, it was it was slim pickings. Every basket felt like it required a lot of effort. We were not getting in transition yeah. like we were in that first half. We weren't getting easy, you know, uh, fast break points. And part of that's because Toronto started hitting shots. And then also part of that was, you know, a lot of those bounces were just not going our way. You know, like we, we would we would get a tip pass and it would end up in a Raptors hand or a long rebound. They'd, they'd fight for the extra possession. Um, and part of that is due to energy. I don't want to give these guys excuses, but right. um, those, those things are definitely hard to, to recover from. Yeah, I, I, I think the other takeaway I guess I would have from this game is, you know, when, it, when, when I look at Keldon in Devin's absence, we haven't even talked about Devin Vassell being out. Um, and obviously yeah. that's a big thing in this game because and it's not to make excuses, like you said, because there's still so much that happened in this game, like that standard wise, you know, we're, we're at a different place than we were last year. Hmm. And, and like I said earlier, there was a lot of reverting to those same, you know, careless mistakes. Uh, that allow, you know, you to blow a 20-plus point lead. Um, but I would have liked to see, like, Keldon, I, I would have liked to see him a little bit more down the stretch, make some plays, but he's not the reason we lost. I mean, he even got us those last free throws. That is the only reason it even went to overtime, and, you know, you can argue whether or not that was a foul from Pascal or not. But him having that effort to go get the ball is the reason we were even in that that position in the first place. But still... I, I just would have liked to see some, some like I point to him, but Trey is another one as well. I would have liked to see someone like kind of take over the situation and be like, "Hey guys, let's calm down, let's run some smooth sets here." And but we just you know the the same thing like you said with the ball pressure on the point guards and and getting the ball to the guys with only like 15 seconds left. Um, that unfortunately just ensued the entire second half. And mm-hmm. we didn't, I, I didn't feel like there was a, I mean, I'm sure, you know, Pop was on there telling him, you know, what to do on the sideline. But from like an on-court player perspective, I didn't really see anybody take charge in the way, you know, that you would have liked to. And I think you kind of you mentioned that as well. And a lot of that does have to do with the Raptors just outplaying you, you know, because they were the ones who took over. So they're the ones taking over, you know, you're not going to be that. Um, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, does that make sense kind of there? It does. And, you know, Devin's by far our best isolation scorer, our best takeover at the end of game score after him, it would be what Wemby, then Keldon, then Malachi, then Trey. Um, so ideally one of those guys, but we already mentioned we had trouble getting Wemby the ball. Um, he was also kind of, he got bailed out quite a few times just by fouls. Cause like we would try getting him the ball and he would get, knocked around or turned the ball over or something. Actually, he had zero turnovers tonight. No, he had two two turnovers. So it's a struggle. And then Keldon and Trey and Malachi, as they're not the greatest. Malachi's a great ISO scorer. Keldon and Trey aren't the greatest ISO scorers as it is. But yeah, and we're not playing Malachi in the clutch. Sorry to true. interrupt you. No, you're good. Physically, it was a mismatch also because the defenders for Toronto, not only did they have the momentum and the energy on their side, but they're taller lengthier and just as strong so it's not like Keldon had the the advantage he couldn't body somebody back and he's not the greatest ball handler like Devin so he's not going to step back into the mid-range and like and take a crazy fadeaway jumper that's just not his style so 
I, I don't want to give these guys excuses, but we were just mismatched, especially without Devin. Yeah, yeah. I, I think – so the other part is it's a 48-minute game, mm-hmm. and I know that we've already been on this spiel before, on this channel before, um, and, and like we've said multiple times, we were just talking about it. You know, the, the standard this year is completely different. Mm-hmm. But, like, we can't escape the fact – that Keldon is my age <laughs> and he's one of the older guys. Like that's the best way that I can, that I can verbalize this. Like, you know, they're mm-hmm. just, they're still, they're just not, um, they're going to do some knucklehead stuff and, and they're, they're going to be lackadaisical a little bit sometimes when you just beat the Phoenix Suns twice and then you're blowing this team out. That's not as good as them probably like, you know, just mentally, you're going to go through this and, and it's, you shouldn't do this, but that's part of being on a young team and it being the sixth game of the season. It's not an excuse. It's just, you, yeah. you know, Pop talked about being mentally tough and that was the key in those two Phoenix games. We unfortunately were not mentally tough in the second half tonight. And I think that's really kind of the bane of us mm. in this one. It's a great way to sum up why it was so rough to watch you. Perfect. Because you had, I mean, it was all our mistakes. You know what I mean? It was turnovers. It was not running the offense correctly. It was letting them bully you as well. Like, let's stand up a little bit. And then also, um, I I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but we can get into it more. I mean, it wasn't even just the fourth quarter in overtime. It was like the entire second half. We just weren't able to get the ball to Wembenyama. And that's, I don't know if that was an adjustment that the Raptors made at halftime that like really messed with our offense. maybe that could be something and I'm just missing that on the screen. But to me, it just really looked like we just got lackadaisical and, and, and lazy because we were up so much and we're like, Oh, it's not that big of a deal. We're going to beat these guys anyway. That's kind of what, and and, and we got away from those points of emphasis. You've talked Mm -hmm. about how sometimes you talked about how that was what pop said in the, um, I forget which press post game presser it was, but one of the early season losses, I think it was the Clippers Clippers game. game. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Like, it, it was a reversion, as I said earlier. Those points of emphasis, you know, once they stopped working, even though they were working early in the game, um, we just really, everybody didn't know where to go. We just kind of... Became a disconnect. Yes, we became disconnected. Yep, and that's just part of the growing pains, like we continue to say. And it, it's, I know we both agreed prior to the season, Jude, that excuses were out the window for a lot of these guys. Right. Like, we're no longer that young team. You talked about the mental shift, and now we're trying to win. But even though we have more experience and we have another year under the belt for Keldon, Trey, Zach, Jeremy, Malachi, all these guys, at the same time, somehow we still got younger. Like, right. like our average age is younger than it was last season. So these mistakes are still going to continue to, to raise their heads, and hopefully we can still get more wins. Obviously, we're playing more competitive basketball. We should have won this game. But it's a learning experience. And I think a reporter asked Pop this, uh, and I think this game fits into this example. He was like, is it kind of good that you've experienced every kind of win and loss and like trial like so early in the season? Like we've only played six games, and yet you've experienced every possible like outcome a game can possibly have. And he was like, yeah, actually, like we could learn from these, these mistakes now early and hopefully correct them moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. 
that is the positive spin to it, but I understand why everyone is probably very frustrated after watching this game. This is definitely the most frustrated I've been, mm-hmm. but it's also not like a, I'm going to blow everything up because we, you know, or, or my, I'm going to, my opinions now going to be, we need to blow everything up or make a bunch of changes because, you know, our 23 year old team <laughs> yep. without Devin Vassell, you know, they're, they're basically their best scorer in isolation. Um, you know, wasn't basically got lazy in the second half and, and lackadaisical and, you know, let a team back in after building a big lead. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, if you, I, not to, like I said, not to make excuses, but like if you were to go look at the Thunder last year or the year prior, they're in a very similar situation with uh, as us. They're probably a little bit, you know, a couple years ahead. Mm-hmm. You would see this same type of thing. And like I said, that's not to say that you want this to happen, but it's like we're going to have to go through go- growing pains. And and as we've said, even though we're you know we're we think that we have a shot to compete for the play-in, mm-hmm. that's still a forty close to a forty loss team, mm-hmm. you know. So these types of things are going to happen. But you know, my, my boy Rain, who's in the comments, he made a good point. If we if we do really end up competing for that playoff spot, or excuse me, the play-in spot, and we're like the eleventh seed these are the games that are going to hurt. Mm. He's right. He's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also I want to, I want to give a shout out to all y'all in the comments. I'm sorry. I didn't put up more chats, but like, I wish y'all could see my computer screen right now. Like half of it's black. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but apparently I'm getting through. So that's really good. Um, but I, I'm not really able to pull up a lot of the chat uh, or stuff like that because my computer's kind of glitching out. Um, we're rolling with the laptop, but, you know, it's it's working, Ethan, despite the struggles. Yeah, you look great. I would never be able to tell that you're having so it. It's so funny, dude. <laughs> so for y'all, y'all, if y'all notice just a little bit of, I guess, oddness from me on this one, that that's kind of why. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Any final thoughts on this game, Ethan, before we wrap this one up? Let's just uh, not get too high, not get too low. We may have gotten right. too high on that last win, right. um, and we're probably a little too low on this one. Things will even out as the season progresses. Remember how we started last year, what, 6-2, and two, and we thought we were yep. playoff bound? Uh, we're 3-3 three and three right now, right. so um, you know, let's stay level-headed. Well, speaking of a throwback to last year, the final reason why this one was just tough, Ethan, is because the Raptors beat the crap out of us early in the season last year. And I really wanted to get him back. Yeah, that's also true. Sean talked about that. It was like a 30 or 40 point win for them last year. So oh, it would have been nice. Uh, one more thing. One more thing. It's um, your apostrophe R-E in the comments there. Uh, M easy. Anyway, that's all I had to say. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Ethan. Well, we got the Pacers tomorrow, and we're going to be back for a post game with that one as well. So the good news is, as much as it does suck to lose like this on a back-to-back, they do have the opportunity to right that wrong uh, in Indiana tomorrow. But mm-hmm. um, it'd be a know, good test. They're they're a similar team to the Raptors, though. I mean, not necessarily in style, but just kind of where they're at. They might be a little bit below them, but I don't know. I mean, they, they probably have more top-level talent when you talk about Halliburton and stuff like that. So. You know, it won't be an easy game. We're going to have to definitely improve on what we did tonight. All the things that we criticized tonight, you know, we're going to have to fix in order to to come out with a win there tomorrow and kind of right this wrong. But my last final point, Ethan, and I know I've probably already said it a little bit, 
just get Victor Wembanyama the ball a little bit more mm-hmm. <laughs> in the second half. Like it's okay if he has forty. Like mm-hmm. that's that's a. I know that we're the Spurs and we want to you know we want to distribute. We don't want to be super selfish, but he is just an enigma as we've already learned. Like he's different than Tim and he's different than David as 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 Pop said. You know he's Victor, right? We don't want him to be anybody else, mm-hmm. and so. That was that was the other really tough thing because we were doing that in the first half and we saw yep. a lot of good things come out of it. So I hope that we emphasize that tomorrow and we don't run away from it, you know, when things go sour. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Play four quarters. All righty, y'all. Well, we appreciate you guys for hanging out with us today and for the in, in the different setup uh, mm-hmm. for these this week. We'll be back this Monday and this Wednesday with another post game. And then after that, I will be back in town and back in the OG spot. But thank you all for hanging out with us tonight. I know this was a tough one, um, but we got a chance to right that wrong tomorrow. So we'll see what happens. Got to give the Raptors credit. But also, you know, there were a lot of good performances tonight that were wasted because of our second half performance. Like we went from 28 to 13 in the second quarter to 36 to 32 in the third quarter. And I didn't even look at the fourth, but it only continued to trend that way. So. You just can't have that type of drop off, especially when you prove that you can play with the team and actually dominate the team that you're playing. Agreed. All righty, y'all. Thanks for hanging out with us. We will catch you guys in the next one, and I'll see you guys later.